Welcome to The Get Together. Together. It's a show about the nuts and bolts of community building, and I am your host, Bailey Richardson. Hi, Bailey. I am a community researcher at People and Company. Is it, is it my turn? I'm Kevin Wynn. <laughs> I am also a person at People and Company. Yes. Bailey's business partner. Best BP in Best <laughs> defensive player on my rec league basketball team. Oh. Third through fifth grade. There was no award. It was just, I was pretty sure I was the best defensive player. Self-anointed. Self-anointed. Best defensive player, third grade rec league, St. Frayne Valley. St. Frayne. That's where, that's where I was from. Colorado. District, Colorado basketball go. player. There you go. I scored six points. Yeah, that's about my average in high school. Through the season. Really? (laughs) (laughs) There really was this thing where, like, I was really good at defense and horrible at offense. That's me, too. But then you play man-on-man. So they pair me against the best offensive player on the other team, and then he's, you know, he has to shut me down, a.k.a. I'm already shut down. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) I know that role exactly. I absolutely was that role. I'm like a black hole. Yeah. All right. So this episode is going to be about basketball. If you couldn't tell. If you couldn't tell. Um, in each episode, though, we will interview someone who has built a community yes. about just how they did it. How did they get the first people to show up? How did they get thousands more members, hundreds more members? Yes. We're not, scale's not better, you know, yes. quality over quantity. Yes. Um, but today we're going to talk to my homegirl, Aria McManus. The most surprising thing for me was how many people showed up on day one. And continues to be the most surprising thing is how many people show up on, like, day 300. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every time there's a stranger that comes, I'm just like, where did you come from? Mm-hmm. How are you here? This is amazing. Mm-hmm. And that continues to be such a huge motivator to, like, keep me going. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I'm like, I'm lazy, but I'm like, it's going to be so good after I meet that new stranger that came to my thing. <laughs> like, that's so exciting. She is an artist and creative director by day and my basketball coach by night. Yes. Full disclosure, I am on her basketball team. Um, the team that Arya started is called Downtown Girls Basketball. Uh, it plays in downtown lower part of Manhattan in New York City. She started it in 2013, and from the very beginning, she described it as a team for girls only who are specifically bad at basketball. So, Kevin, you are just not one of those, it sounds like. You're saying I was good? I'm saying you're not a girl. Okay, got it. Only one of those factors doesn't apply. Otherwise, I'd I'd be totally invited. You would totally have been there, yes. Yes. Um, And Aria is going to tell us about the first 30 women that she got to show up at the very first practice and how that grew into an email list of rotating cast of characters of about 400 people five years down the line. New teams have popped up in cities around the world, Glasgow, London, L.A. A movement. Yeah, all kind of look like downtown girls basketball, similar ethos in recent years, and companies like Nike, the New York Times, Cosmopolitan, Popeye, Instagram's Instagram account have come to check out downtown girls basketball because the vibe is right. It's a group of welcoming, creative, and most of all, it's a group of people having serious fun. Mm -hmm. So Kev, what stood out to you in this interview? What stood out to you about what Aria built and the the juju? Commitment and consistency, man. Like we... I guess there's a theme here. We we interviewed Hector, who runs yeah. uh, We Run Uptown, which is a run crew in the Bronx. We're talking to Downtown, 
yeah. girls basketball. Similarly, it's like they've hosted practices slash runs, you know, and haven't missed X day for X years. Yeah. Just like always organizing yeah. over and over and over again. And um, one, I just find that so admirable when someone does that. I, I think with Aria um, listening to the interview, like just listen for how she's it's kind of just stuck to the original concept. It's like, if it works, it works. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like she hosted downtown girls basketball. She hosted it her way. She used, you know, the, her own voice, the weird email invite and just was like, yeah, this is how it is. People seem to like it. And I kept yeah. doing it. Yeah. Um, let's not overcomplicate it. And I think even along the path, there are times where it could have gotten more complicated and maybe she flirted with those things, but it's awesome to yeah. see how it's been around for a while and uh, continues to hold like that same spirit. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's so, so on point. And it seems like one of the hardest things for organizers is just to rinse and repeat. Like it doesn't have to be fancy. Like the value comes in getting to know other people and members and organizers showing up for each other over and over and over and over again. It it doesn't always come from some fancy change or new addition or publicity or whatever. And I think Aria really gets that. Yeah. Um, And in New York, it's so refreshing, especially because everything's kind of new and the new finagled thing out here. Yeah. Let's jump into it. Aria, Kevin and I always say you can't fake the funk. Like, mm. if you're starting something for other people, you actually have to be into the thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. where does that come from with basketball for you? Like, when did you – I think your dad was a basketball coach, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my dad and my brother both coached my junior high team, rec center team. I think we rec won. center like the YMCA. What, yeah, what was it, it was called? like a Linwood Rec Center, and this is in Minneapolis or Saint Paul. Saint Paul. Okay. Yeah, okay. and it was a very small, tiny team, and we were so bad, and yeah, it was just like embarrassing for everyone. But we had the best time. So my best friends now are from that team, just because it was kind of this camaraderie that was like it was such a team effort. Even though we would lose, it was kind of like we got to make that choice whether we were going to care if we won or lost. Mm. And it wasn't so individualized. Like, I also swam and did gymnastics, and those were things that were such, like, individual sports. And this was, like, a first, like, very team-oriented, like, you had to depend on other people. And, like, you also could be like, oh, no worries, no worries. You know, like, if you didn't... If you messed up. If you messed up. Airball. If you definitely (laughs) airballed all the time. And it was such a funny thing when people would airball that it was like you know what I mean like yes it's not it's, it's either really funny or it's not really that sad. sad it's just like it's just funny because you're like I didn't think I was gonna do it like, <laughs> well I think there's a 50% chance for me I'm like this yeah. is either might go in <laughs> is this gonna be perfect <laughs> embarrassing <laughs> You got to, you know, say it's not embarrassing for when other people airball and then they do the same for you. Yeah, you're you know, like, so don't worry, you're next. Right. You're airballing right. next. Yeah. Exactly. So it was just like such a full gossip train. Like it wasn't <laughs> any any skills. It would just be like you're in line and you're just like, so what happened? This And it was junior high gossip. So it was like mm. so much more like nothing was happening. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, nothing Nothing horrible. actual gossip was going on. It was just gossip mm. for like, like he talked to her at recess, you know, like, um, so I think that was, like, the start of why I really enjoyed, like, this sport as an idea, because you could be bad mm. and still have fun. All right. 
Yeah. Well, I think that's one of the unique angles of downtown girls basketball, which I want to ask you about in a second. But I'm realizing as you're saying, you're talking about gymnastics and swimming. I mean, you're an artist. Yes. Being an artist is also solitary endeavor in some ways. Like you kind of have overcome totally. that. But <laughs> you like have to do a lot of it by yourself. So you moved yeah. to New York, you're an artist by day yes. and like a creative director too. At what yes. point do you decide, I played sports growing up, they meant a lot to me. I didn't start a team in New York City. <laughs> so at what point did you start a team in New York? What was the first moment where you're like, oh, maybe I should do this, do you remember? Yes, it was like the summer after graduating college or maybe a year after that. And I just kind of felt like everyone of my friends from college or surrounding areas like were moving away pretty constantly. But more friends were moving here, so it was this big transient time for like a lot of people. My boyfriend had like, was very much in the arts community and I was kind of like in it, but not in it. And then so I was at an opening and I had this idea and I kind of just like pitched it to people because I remember my junior high years of just being so much fun and I was like, it's about to be summer, like, would you guys be down to do this? So and just to be clear, you're at an opening, you come up with the idea and then you immediately turn to someone and you're like, you want to join my basketball team? <laughs> I've, I've like, been thinking about something. <laughs> I, have, I like met like four great women, mm -hmm. like Taylor Larson who's on the team, like Miranda Lovett, like we're all at this opening and I was like... I don't want to lose you guys. Like, I just met these people that were like really funny and like down to be friends and like we had peripheral friends and I was just like, let's kind of shape this a little bit. And I think I maybe like that happened and uh, then we went to like a diner afterwards and then I pitched a smaller group and then they pitched it to like 10 more people. Can you tell me what the pitch was? Like how did you sell people on it? I was just it? like, do you want to just, what do you guys think about like a basketball team that is for women that were just bad and we just go have fun. And that was, that's consistent. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really funny. I mean, I have to tell people so many times when I'm like, you should come play basketball. People are like, I'm so bad. And yeah. they say it to me so many times and I'm like, no, yeah. literally, it's for girls who are bad at basketball. Right. And they still kind of don't trust me. It's, it takes convincing. <laughs> yeah. How do you convince people like who are new? Is it I, they watch the Instagram videos that you post and we miss shit and like yeah, are bad? I usually talk about my stats, okay. which are... Low. What are what, yeah? Tell me what your stats are. I'm <laughs> I say like I have been haven't made a basket in a few weeks, and <laughs> I started the team. And they're like, okay, like that's sad for you. I feel like trying to put myself in a little bit of a lower tier will make people feel a little bit more approachable to. Absolutely. Yeah, I think, like, I played a sport in college, and I've been doing all this, like, fucking intense sport shit <laughs> for so long, and it's really interesting. I think downtown girls basketball is the only time that I can remember, even, like, sixth grade soccer, where yeah. fun is actually more important <laughs> than anything else. Like, it's, it's, like, literally winning or doing yeah. well or whatever, and you see new girls come that take basketball pretty seriously, right. and it takes a while for them and sometimes they can't <laughs> get to the point where they're actually cool with right. just having fun with friends. Right. I want to ask you yes. about the first practice. At detail, as many details as possible. Okay. Did you text your friends? Where did you get the court? Like so, talk, talking yes. through it. So I sent an email out to just like everyone that I knew that was like 
a woman, a peripheral woman that had been like, I met you at a peripheral woman. Like just like <laughs> maybe we're not best friends, but we've hung out in some capacity. And I put my phone number and I made it really goofy and had like cat basketball images on it and stuff. And Which is a continued thing. Within, Every Yeah, I literally have not stopped since, Some like, consistency here. Yeah, oh, yeah. I really, like, keep it the same. I just keep seeing your previous email stacked yes. up in my I try email. to do reply all. Yeah, so everything. you've just been replying all every week with the, hey, basketball's happening tomorrow email for, what, five years? Yeah. And the amount of visual imagery in that email is, like, pretty insane. Yeah, I have it all backed up for, for all, okay. all Good. Eternity. Not maybe the, like, I used to do, like, poems, and sometimes I still do, but, like, the first ones I would spend, like, a couple hours on. <laughs> I would make, like, little graph. You know how it was, like, a basketball player, but it was made out of, like, parentheses and Oh, yeah, dashes. yeah. I know like, what you're I would find yeah. those. Like yeah. Art. Yeah. I would yeah. make it, like, white on white, so you had to highlight the text. Like, oh, I would just, like, get really weird with damn. emailing. Um, was that part of the shtick in the very first email, or were you yeah. pretty straightforward with the very first email? The very first email, I was I was pretty crazy because okay. I had done you had to sell it. I had done a pay it forward zine idea that was like artists, but of different mediums come together and do like one medium, and those emails got pretty weird. And I found that I got most responses if I the crazier the emails got. <laughs> um, if I'm gonna ask like famous artists to be in this zine. I kind of need to, like, get their attention somehow. Mm -hmm. And so that was kind of Same thing for a normal girl to play basketball. (laughs) 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 Gotta get their attention. (laughs) Do some weird shit. Okay, so you send a really weird email out to every peripheral woman you've ever met. Yes. You found a court, or what was the deal? So I kind of was like, the the ones on Allen I thought would be available, but then they weren't. This is in the Lower East Side? Yeah. Yeah. And they weren't, and so then I was, like, just, like, texted a bunch of people, like, were moving to this court and I found it at the Seward Park and it was a half yeah. court and then the first time it was like 30 people showed up and I was wow. like wow like this is I mean I was like shocked <laughs> if one person showed, yeah. showed up but it was like a really fun time and it was like able to create that I was really nervous but I was kind of like okay I, I'm used to this I remember what this was like to yeah. try to just organize did people. you have a whistle no I didn't have a whistle no whistle at that point there today there's a whistle <laughs> <laughs> grown up in a few ways. Okay. <laughs> Reserve a court. Okay. And then, you know, like a few weeks later, people were like, and we didn't keep score. We just like messed around and it was so silly. And yeah. so like everyone was so bad and there was like no one good at all to even <laughs> like compare yourself to. And it was just like, oh, the ball would go into the tennis court next door. Like it was just so <laughs> silly and like goofy and so that was really fun and I think I was also like texting a lot of people to try to come because I was like not sure if people would come or get my email in time and so that was like kind of the first few weeks I think maybe even the first time but I was like let's just do you know we'll be done soon let's just do next point wins and that was the birth of sudden death whenever I ask someone new like how they found out about downtown girls basketball it's almost always Instagram yeah can you tell me about when you started the account and like what's your approach with it we didn't have an account for the first like two years when we were just doing it in the summer but people would then like i started the hashtag then but i was like i don't need to i think it's make an account specifically for downtown basketball everyone would just 
post it on their own and say like I'm a part of this team and it was kind of just uh, then it became like kind of a word of mouth thing so it was like I saw it on your Instagram I would reach out to you individually yeah um and then I think we like had been in touch with this team that someone pointed out to us in LA called the Pistol Shrimps they're like more of a great name yeah wow They're a little bit more of an organized team, you know, league where it's like teams and refs and they play like in an indoor gym and they had their own Instagram and I was like, oh yeah, we we should do that too. Like, and so that kind of inspired us to just create our own platform. And then, yeah, so the team photo was always like kind of a there, I think it's just like a commemorative (laughs) You know, like, I, they used to, like, have commission of teams with coaches' photos, like, when you're in... With, like, your NBA championship ring. Yeah, and you're Ventura. in all of your, you know, your costumes, your, what, costumes, you're in your jerseys <laughs> and uniforms, and, um, and so I was, like, kind of highlighting and thanking people for coming mm. that were new or, like, they felt like, I haven't come before, I'm not going to be in the team photo, and it's, like, a little bit of another moment to, like... Be like, you're on the team. Yeah. And we're showing that to the world. Yeah. And now, usually, like, people are so stoked about the team photo. Like, you take it with one camera. (laughs) And at the end, you, like, use AirDrop on your phone to just, like, send it to a bunch of people. Was that always the case? Like, one person's taking the picture of the team, and then everyone's like, I want one of those. Pretty much, Okay. Okay. Because I think that's how I found out about it, was, like, somehow peripheral (laughs) female friend had attended downtown girls basketball. I want to ask you, too, like, you're a creative director. You have a very strong visual sense. That's, like, what you're trained in. And one of the things that I think – I like about the account so much is how approachable it is (laughs) like it's not really there are other people doing this that Mm -hmm. it feels very like polished and like perfect and well lit and all these things which is stuff that you know how to do but you're not doing it is that intentional like I know this is kind of meta but how do you think about that I mean it's just like so much effort to do that like I really want the focus to be the experience of the people attending and not the extra stuff I mean there was a moment maybe three years in where we started doing a lot more like press and mm-hmm. events and stuff and I kind of I it's kind of a trial and error I was like oh this happens to change the vibe of the community if we do this too much yeah if there's cameras if there's you know a lot of people just coming for the camera it changes the mood and it changes the vibe of the experience like when you're physically there so that alone kind of was a cue to me like just reading the room basically of just like oh people feel less comfortable people feel like this is a little bit much uh and we're not having as much fun so the effort in putting (laughs) making it more polished is like not worth the lack of fun to be had yeah and I think it's also just like yeah, show, like, reality. Mm. <laughs> I mean, the highlight reel kind of started when there would be, like, so many funny moments that I just wanted to, like, kind of show them off. And it was also a thing that I could point to to be, like, this is uh, our skill level. <laughs> 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 and for a while, like, you know, a team member, like, was posting them on, you know, it was a men's basketball feed on mm. 
Instagram's, you know, like highlight feed. Yeah. And we got like thrown in there a few times with oh our god. highlight videos. Oh my god, amazing. <laughs> and the comments were insane. Like they were just because like, we were just terrible would just be and people. Like, what question mark? <laughs> like just like confused emoji. Why did that girl like just double trouble? Like it wasn't. They weren't like thrown. Some were like th- you know thrown shade, but like. Others were just like confused. And yeah, bizarre. well, I think people just can't understand like, playing and not be? like. Yeah, there's yeah. like you either completely follow the rules or you don't play. Right. And we're just like, do some of these rules matter? <laughs> yeah, like she's no, she'll figure it out eventually. <laughs> yeah, what the rules are. Yeah, absolutely. So I think it's it's kind of that combo of like just like going with the flow and not wanting it to be polished because none of it is intentional it's purely like going with the vibe i Mm, feel you mm, know mm. even to the like logo we did that's like my boyfriend surprised me with a bunch of jerseys for my birthday he made a few logos and like sent them to my a couple of friends for feedback and they like picked one. Oh my god then, i didn't know that that's amazing and how he actually like got the logo was like he just googled the words and like what came up on google because he knows how i do the emails and stuff so he was like i want to mimic that so he just googled the word downtown that's like the font <laughs> and no then way the word girls and that's like the font and then like basketball like in blood like really oh yeah. my gosh i didn't know that yeah so it's like kind of silly but like kind of cool like yeah <laughs> absolutely that it was like portrayed so it's like it's on brand kind mm-hmm. of for how i do the emails and etc like it, it follows the suit yeah <laughs> tell me about those t-shirts do you ever see them around new york on people you don't recognize or no it's really nice and i see them on teammates just like around town and you know like my mom visited and it was pretty much like every time we went out of the house I saw someone from basketball <laughs> and she was just like this is crazy <laughs> like that's how happens. I f- I mean I think for me it's really funny because I I'm a pretty late stage downtown girls basketball player and there are a lot of like brands and sceny things that want to be close to you yeah. and close to downtown girls basketball and it's just amazing thinking about you having a dad who's like a <laughs> basketball coach yeah. and you're like I'm not good at this and now you're yeah. in New York and you're like the girl right. qu- like kingpin of basketball <laughs> in New York culture and it's just like amazing to me you're like this is oh the best story God. ever yeah he I mean he's not like a professional coach right? he just happens to be my volunteer coach in junior high I was in some Nike zine and I was holding a basketball and it I didn't even know this but it was like distributed at the Soho store hmm. and I just like went in to go buy him something you know and they were visiting my both my parents were visiting oh my god and he opens this scene that he just like sees and then he see I, I have like three <laughs> photos in it I'm like on the back cover and he's he starts flipping out he literally shows it to every employee and then points to me oh my god and it's like in the nike soho store and they're like cool that's her cool (laughs) like we were hoping it was lebron but yeah yeah. (laughs) exactly that's so cute i was like dad come on you're embarrassing me (laughs) we gotta go these people are cool this is soho he's like and she's bad (laughs) (laughs) she's not even good at basketball (laughs) That's so cute. Yeah. All right. Oh, go ahead. Well, are so are there are there rules at downtown girls basketball? Like, 
they, I mean, they could be Fight Club-esque rules, but are there rules to downtown girls basketball? Yeah, usually the rule is it's people who don't identify as male. It's open to all of those people. We don't usually allow, like, spectatorship, but no. the rule is, like, if it's for people who are bad or you have to not mind if other people are bad. That's kind of, like, the basis motto is... Yeah. If you happen to be good, you just have to not mind if other people are bad. Because that's a thing, too, yeah. for people. And then we have, like, rules relating to, like, sudden death. And, <laughs> you know, we don't really, like, call fouls and stuff. Like, it's kind of self, self, you know. Honor um, code. Honor code, yeah. Self-policed. Uh, self-policed. <laughs> <laughs> self, um, what's it? Ref, ref, Regulated, refereed, refereed. Yeah. Self refereed. Self refereed. Sounds like a I brand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so yeah, there's like rules in that sense, and it's kind of a sliding scale of rules. Yeah. Like if there's a person that's really good and they double dribble, like they'll yeah. kind of call it on themselves. But if it's a brand new person, they don't know what they're doing, and they double yeah. dribble or travel, like we're just like let them go, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. So it's a little bit of a sliding scale of normal rules yeah I have a friend that just started teaching high school and I was kind of like oh I've like picked up a lot of these things from just like managing a group of people at once it's just like routine do the same thing every time so everyone kind of knows what to follow along it's not like you're retelling everything each time and then I've noticed like if we don't warm up enough certain people like get less into like there's certain games that are like quieter and Mm. I'm like oh like we need to warm up mentally and physically a little bit more transition like, into basketball yeah from like i don't these are a bunch of strangers to like these are my teammates like that arc kind of like is supposed to happen every game and that's a little bit decided on who shows up and their mood but it's also decided on like what i kind of do to orchestrate that yeah i love that this first practice 30 people come you emailed everyone you know you texted everyone you know <laughs> yeah. And then were you like, yeah, I'll just keep doing this. I'm going to do this next week. Like, how, yeah. like so many things in New York are one-offs. Why yeah. was this not? I think I just had too much fun. I just was like, I need this. <laughs> and you guys seem to like it too, so why not? And I did it just in the summertime because that seemed a little bit – and so the winter transition was a little bit more – um, gotta go inside. Gotta go inside. Gotta like find a court and, but yeah, we would like find courts that like had lights and we would you know there'd be like one person maybe like playing you know and we'd just kind of be like hey we're gonna come we're kicking you out sorry <laughs> like so I try to not do that as much and so the things that we've gotten more professional about is like renting courts getting gyms set up like with you know permits and getting insurance we have a great like friend who like. Let's just be under his insurance for his league. And oh, cool. All that stuff is, like, really expensive to do on your own, and so mm. that's what helps make it a little more professional. And also people really don't like getting kicked off their court without, like, proof. Mm, in New York City that you're like, hey, actually I have this booked for this time. Yes. So uh, when did you start? One of the things that we hear from people who are running kind of groups similar to what you're doing all the time is that money it can be really difficult and if you wait too long also to ask people for money 
it just becomes a more and more tense situation. Yes. At what point did you start asking for, at the end of each practice, you say $10 suggested donation and people yeah. just Venmo you the money. At what point did you start asking for that? And was it a big deal or was it right away? You know, the first three years or so, I wasn't really booking stuff. Um, I was just kind of like finding a court and then getting there. So I was like, I'm not going to ask for money just because like I'm doing this for fun. And You're not putting money down to get the court. Right. And then the yeah. first gym we had I just had so much fun and I kind of just thought of it as like oh this is just like my gym membership cost and I don't want to ask people for money just because it was too special for me <laughs> like not to say that it's not now I just was like oh, okay this is like more sustainable to just have it even out by the end yeah um because there's like Estonian fees like indoor fees insurance fees and then to rent it outside is also like it's cheaper but it's like more expensive in winter so like if everyone you know does it and I make it a suggested donation so I want to keep it open to everyone yeah. to attend still yeah so that's why I made it like suggested and it's like ten dollars is like uh cup of coffee nowadays. Yeah. So. <laughs> you get oat milk in that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. 12 yeah. to yeah. latte. Everyone like, outside of New York is like, 11.50. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I like to keep it, like, <laughs> cheap, and it's kind of just, like, to cover costs because I'm, I'm getting as much joy out of it as well. Yeah, absolutely. I like that you said it's more sustainable. Like, yeah. I think people don't always look at money that way. It doesn't have to be about you making it boatload of money off this thing because I'm definitely not <laughs> yeah it's like I yeah. just need to sustain I want to sustain it right yeah and I think it's also like there's a weird psychological thing that's not why I do it but that when you pay for something you think it's more valuable and mm-hmm. so like just to just have that like association might is like might help it doesn't hurt anything to have it be a cheap kind of interaction yeah yeah um, but you're just like, I'm, I fulfilled this, and so I'm, you know. I'm a part of it. Yeah. I contributed. Yeah, I always, if I ever forget, sometimes I'll remember. You get, like, a late Venmo from me probably, like, three days later, and I'm like, oh, my God, i got to pay Arya. i got to, I can't it's just like, leave her hanging. Yeah. It's like $120 for 2018. Yeah, yeah, Bailey's, yeah. like, totally invested yeah. here. Um, okay, so how many, you started out with this email thread. I, I'm curious to know, how many people are on your email list? Now. 120. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Okay. Yeah. And like, are some of these people, they're just still on it. They don't even live in New York anymore. Like, yep. wow, that's amazing. <laughs> I don't have an unsubscribe button. <laughs> <laughs> no one at the, what's it called? The like new uh, email legislation yeah. that went in. Nobody the perfect <laughs> acquisition tactic. Yeah. Yeah. You cannot unsubscribe. Awesome. No people like allowed. have written me like, Hey, I'm no longer <laughs> living here. Like, can you take me up? I'm like, yeah, sorry for the spam. Like, but Suck just get up. that's another reason why I was like I want to make these if I'm going to be sending emails weekly like I used to the first time I I didn't BCC anyone so people started replying all and just being like sorry I can't make it tonight (laughs) and People started also being like, hey, my friend's apartment is available. Does anyone need it? <laughs> like, and I was like, no way. Like, um, let's not use this. Like, this is not everybody's audience. This is my audience yeah. for this one thing. Only when something goes wrong do I change what I originally did. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Like, you mean re-email and edit? Like, no, like, from day one, I <laughs> think I had such a perfect oh, equation that, like, it. only when, like, 
oh, this is like happening too much that I'm going to put people in BCC. Yeah. And okay. like, it's getting too So, like, well, the right. first practice is what's happening it's today. A, yeah. Yes. Except for anything that is like glaringly. Like, right, right until proven wrong. Yes. yes. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Okay. It works until I get like suggestions. <laughs> Like sudden death rules are like totally are made up rules that right. we invented. That right. it's not officially sudden death, um, where it's like rebuttal because that was like people were just like that's not fair. We should have another. Oh, so turn. the first person to score used to win, and now yes. you give the other side Team a chance. A to chance. Score. Oh. I see. And then it gets really confusing. Yeah. <laughs> if they do, <laughs> so <laughs> that's like a part of it, you know, and it's a part of the myth of what we do yeah. there. Do you feel like downtown girls basketball is a community? For sure, yeah. I've seen, you know, so many different, like, friendships form because of it, which is really beautiful that I I don't have to be a part of every friendship group that happens. Um, yes, you do. <laughs> and I'll uh, see you at your birthday. No to everyone. <laughs> I started this to make friends. You must include me. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Um, Please so, see me on all communications. <laughs> <laughs> no, no group threats without me. Um, and so I think it's that and running into people or being like, oh, I think I recognize you from like mm-hmm. basketball or mm-hmm. that's like such a great feeling and it makes New York feel like way more approachable and community oriented. Like if you just like show up to a thing by yourself, I'm like, maybe, you know, there's probably like a, 20% chance I'm going to run into someone who has come to basketball over the six years that I've been doing it. So it's kind of like, oh, like, I already feel like at home and comfortable that, like, there's, it's, like, safe. Kind yeah, of. yeah. There's this, have you ever heard of Bowling Alone? It's a book. Mm-hmm. And this professor wrote it and he interviewed 50,000 communities, like Elks Lodge, like all these different things. Wow. And one of his arguments is that all civic engagement of any kind and, like, the kind of level of acceptance that a society shows is directly related to how many groups the society has. So, like, a basketball team makes civic engagement go up. Wow. Just by knowing other people that are different from you. Right. You know? Right. Boom. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and I think you're kind of talking about that a little bit, but for me downtown girls basketball is like I play basketball once a week and that's sort of the entry point but so many more good things have come into my life like mostly people yeah but it just is like this one thing that I do and so much comes out of it and I think that that did you I mean it seems like you had a hunch about that in the very beginning but is it more than you could have like sort of ever imagined what did you think was going to happen when you started it my goal was to kind of just, like, group people in a way that was, like, uh, I didn't have to have, like, 50 different coffees in order to keep friendships up um, and to have, like, many good friends that are not hard to plan stuff with um, and to kind of capture that moment in time where it was, like, all these different people and, you know, they were so great and they're such different, you know, and to... It was like just to kind of collect it. Make a, a Venn bit. diagram where you're like all these people from all these parts of my life. Yeah. You're all overlapping. Yes. Now. And you can overlap in like a non competitive way. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. was, as an artist, it's very kind of, there's a community to arts, but it's also a little bit competitive. And like even in design or, you know, office spaces, it's kind of, I find in a lot of, because I do freelance, a lot of office 
culture turns bonding when it turns negative, and that kind of becomes really toxic and mm. spreads, like, because it's such a bonding thing yeah. to complain. Yeah. And it also is super unhealthy. So it's like, how can you kind of create a bonding that's positive mm -hmm. in whatever environment it is? Yeah. I guess I didn't have, like, uh, I'm going to have this go on for six years. <laughs> like, it was just like, oh, did it on a whim and it went well and so I'm still doing it <laughs> huh. so like I'm like I'm really trying hard as an artist and like that's like not working out it's nearly as well as basketball <laughs> that's what I wanted to ask you actually downtown girls basketball is linked on your website next yeah. to all of these badass galleries that you show and this arts collective that you're a part of yeah. and I don't ever feel like it's your art but I do feel knowing exactly the kind of work that you make which is like kind of silly kind of cool kind of right. absurd like and approachable like there yeah. it feels like there's a connection there how do you manage that how do you think about that now after like many years of being able to kind of like see where comparison lies I do think I mean I have an arts collective that is very much community building oriented and I have this basketball that's very much community building oriented that I think that's like an inevitable part of what I want to do just as a human. Yeah. And I think whether it's doing things as a human or doing things as an art project it's kind of the same thing in the end, right? Like yeah. whether it's like physical items I'm putting into mm. the world or like concepts mm. that I'm putting out into the world. I think it's kind of the same thing I think if I labeled it my art project I think it would become a little bit more exclusive you tripped <laughs> yeah, like, more exclusive <laughs> like you're just like oh I didn't realize I was a part of this like social experiment that's Aria's art project I hope like, someday there's an like, art gallery show devoted to all of these yeah. like mind manipulation with Aria yeah like I really have been studying and my, tracking you and my 10 year art project is complete <laughs> yeah <laughs> I have an inventory of every movement yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's, I think like not taking it so seriously, like I do take an art practice or, you know, a job, it's kind of like freeing in that way where it's like not adhering to certain rules like, yeah. that I would put on other things. Like it has to be perfect before I tell anyone, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of mentality mm -hmm. is, is not always helpful. <laughs> no. Mm -mm. So I think like that it's helped me in a lot of ways to just ask everyone, you know, about whatever project you're doing and they'll know 10 people to help you with it mm -hmm. or be a part of it and then like don't take yourself too seriously you can always like make additions of it that will be better mm -hmm. the more you continue mm -hmm. versus like having things be so precious mm -hmm. and because everything is an evolution it's not never perfect the first time you launch it so those things are like weird abstract thoughts to take away and apply to like other practices yeah yeah I mean I think for me New York is a place where people take themselves very seriously yeah and I actually think that has to be the secret sauce of downtown girls basketball right yeah that's it like that's all of it you're just like I really don't need to go take myself super seriously at basketball with my friends right <laughs> like let's pull that piece yeah. out of the yeah, equation this is the one thing you don't need <laughs> yeah absolutely um I am gonna ask you one more question what's been like the weirdest biggest like, we're either weirdest thing that's happened from downtown girls basketball or just, like, biggest surprise. You're like, I did not see that coming. That was crazy, good or bad. The most surprising thing for me was how many people showed up on day one. And 
continues to be the most surprising thing is how many people show up on like day 300. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's, I'm just like so floored by that. Every time there's a stranger that comes, I'm just like, where did you come from? Mm-hmm. How are you here? This is amazing. Mm-hmm. And that continues to be such a huge motivator to like keep me going. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I'm like, I'm lazy, but I'm like, it's going to be so good after I meet that new stranger <laughs> that came to my mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's so exciting. Um, yeah, I mean, so, yeah. last week there was a girl there who didn't speak a word of English, who lives in China, who's like a famous blogger type vlogger type of something. Yeah. And does not know how to dribble, ran around with the ball in her hand. <laughs> yeah. We had two people, because it's in New York City, who speak Mandarin fluently, who are there, who play on the Happened. team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're just like, cool. Like, yeah. here we are, women in a gym in New York, and these people who live 6,000 miles away went to this small middle school gym <laughs> to, like, rooftop. play basketball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, and she scored with on first her shot. first shot. Scored on her first Hell shot. Yeah. Didn't know how yeah. to dribble. Scored <laughs> on her first shot. I know, everyone was like, happy angry. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah, so that's, every time there's, like, a moment like that, that's, like, really awesome to see. And I, I do find, like, I try to be really, like, both open and closed about how attendance and, you know, filming and stuff goes. Um, so I have a lot of, like, rules in regarding to, like, working with outside people where it's, like, fly on the wall, like, um, filming and... Yeah, because, like, Instagram's Instagram account has come, Nike has come, like, all these big things have yeah. wanted to come in and capture the energy that you have. Right. But we play basketball and they're just, like, kind of in the corner yeah. most of the time yeah. yeah 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 I mean a few times I try to like get them to play so that they realize like they're not like a voyeur kind of relationship it's like no like you can feel the team energy and that just is such a m- more like good relationship rather than being like we're what gonna watch you it's yeah. like we no just come play that's mm-hmm. the whole point point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's a little bit of a better relationship too than I feel with them it's more like a friendship than uh yeah you came and saw yeah relationship uh yeah it's, that's probably the best and most surprising part it's just like People are still coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Could have fit, burned out and fizzled out anytime. Yeah. Well, you keep coming. I keep coming. Yeah. Man. So we got to show up for Aria. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Maybe I'll hit a basket this week. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Cool. Yeah. All right. I think that's it. Yeah. Thanks for your time. Yeah. I'm all good. Wow, Aria, you're my queen. Thank you, Aria. Thanks, Aria. Uh, if you want to get involved with Downtown Girls Basketball, you are invited to come play. As, Depen- long, as, you, as long as you're chill. As long as you're chill and you like to have fun more than you care about winning, you are invited to play. (laughs) You can message Aria on Instagram to get on the email list. Their handle is at symbol downtown girls b-ball. Again, at symbol downtown girls b-ball. There's no spaces, no hyphens, no underscores. You can also learn more about Aria, who is a legit, dope creative director and artist at her website, ariamcmanus.com. That's right, ariamcmanus.com. You can also find out more about us, Devin Bailey, People & Company, at our website, people-and.com, or say hi. 
send us an email. Hi at people-and.com. And I adopted this very <laughs> legit announcer voice. It's a to late, say goodbye. late Friday night here. And Kev just got super. <laughs> Thank you, listeners. Truly appreciate it. Show tunes over there. <laughs> people-and.com. All right. Later, friends. See ya. Peace.